0: He's the CEO of Expevia Interaction Marketing Group and the call center geek himself, Tom Laird. What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Advice from a Call Center Geek, the call center and contact center podcast where we try to give you some actionable items to take back in your contact center, improve the overall quality, improve the agent experience, hopefully improve the customer experience as well. My name is Tom Laird. I am the CEO here at Expedia Interaction Marketing. Expedia is a 500 growing to 600 seat call center outsourcer located here in Northwestern Pennsylvania. All right, let's benchmark some SLAs. How about that? Let's start some uh, some arguments <laughs> within the community. Every time I do something like this on LinkedIn, it's a it's a little bit of an argument as there's so much. I guess I don't know. Opi- there's many opinions on on what a world class call center SLA is, what an average SLA is. Because there's so many different variables at play here. I normally hate this question and this topic, but it's come up a couple times. I think that there are some questions on this. So I'm going to give you my opinion on this. So this is the official Tom Laird, Expedia Advice from a Call Center Geek, SLA Benchmarking episode. Okay. I think I have a little bit of say or a little bit of experience in this as we are BPO. Right, and I see a ton of different clients with different channels, from healthcare to voice to tech support, right to financial services, and everybody has a different kind of way of looking at this. So, taking all that information, this is kind of what I've come up with, and we've come up with as an organization for for what we think is is, is a benchmarked SLA for for all these different channels. All right, I'm going to get into it. Love to hear your opinion. When I post this on LinkedIn, make sure that you say, Tom, I think you're crazy or Tom, I think you're, you know, you're on, you're on target here. All right. I believe that the average quote unquote good voice SLA, right? So this is where your, your standard is. That is good, right? The first thing that you should be looking at, this isn't bad. This is, you know, I don't want to do white glove, but what is the, the, the area that I think is a good service level is an 80, 80% of the calls Answered within 30 seconds or less. Where does an 80-30 come from? I believe it came from way back in the day. AT&T actually was the ones that started that, right? But for us and for, I would say 80% of our clients, they dictate an 80-30. That's kind of the industry average, right? Is an 80-30. If you want white glove service, it goes higher, right? Meaning it will be a 90-10 or we have clients that are at a 95. 90% of the calls answer within five seconds or less. How do you do that? Well, you have to be really, really good with your staffing. You have to be really, really good with how you're routing calls as well and using all the tools that you have to make sure that, you know, you're you're hitting these calls. There's also, you know, I think, you know, again, 80-30 is is where you're at. If you're doing that, you're in a really good spot. 90-10, 95, if you want something that's pretty crazy and and more white glove. But we also have clients that say, hey, we can't afford that. We can't staff to an 80-30. You know, and I think the new benchmarking that's starting to happen is people starting to look at sentiment scores based on time and queue, right? So we can look at the average time and queue and when does the does the service level you know start to go south? So when that happens, right, we'll say, Hey, listen, we can probably do an eighty one twenty, right? Because your customers are willing to stay on that in queue up to a minute twenty before they get ticked off, right? that's something to kind of look at and I think we're evolving service level SLAs with that all right now email I think email this this really varies widely um, on how how clients would like it answered you know I believe though that you know the average service is one day or 24 hours right so that's that's kind of average good service right or a, a kind of a higher SLA or higher level SLA is within is within three hours of them sending that email and kind of that white glove is either instant or within 30 minutes. And that's kind of what we put in, in, in our contracts, you know, based on what clients want. Normally, it's one day. If you want something a little bit higher, we can do it within three hours. If you want something even higher, it's instant, or up to 30 minutes. All Obviously, all that affects your staffing and, and who's attacking those those emails. Chat, uh, we, we treat it like voice, right? So it's the same type of of SLAs that we're looking for, right? So an 80-30, you know, is your kind of regular, your normal. And then, you know, a 90-10 or a 95 for something that's a little bit, you know, more, again, white glove or or higher end. Uh, you know, you can take multiple chats. We normally do not, depending on the client, take more than four chats at a time. Uh, but that's kind of how we staff based on chat volume um, to an 80-30 or to a 90-10. All right. I get this question a lot too is, is, how do you benchmark QA in in scoring with QA? This becomes a little bit of a headache because everybody does this differently, right? Some of you out there are using a hundred point system. Some of you could be at a 135 point system. Some of you are doing ABC or one, two, three, or one through five or one through 10, right? So it's kind of difficult to to say, let's benchmark this, but so this is how I'm going to do it. Let's just take a scoring system that's, you know, 100%, right? So there's there's like 100 points right within that scoring system. And normally what I will say in my center is anything that 85% or above is good, right? Anything that is, is 85 or I guess 84% or lower is below the standard that we want, right? So that's something that we would make sure that got to the floor that would be corrected. Um, you know, 90% is 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 really above the standard, right? So, you know, if we have somebody that is, is dealing with a, a hiring client, we're looking at 90%. If we're looking at white glove and they're paying for white glove and they're paying for servicing and we have the best agents that we can possibly have, we hold our agents to a 95% or plus for those types of programs. The other thing that we will kind of benchmark or monitor as well is, is auto fails, right? And you know, depending on your on your QA or depending on on what the client really wants, and and some of these have, you know, there's a culture of, I don't know, forgiveness, right? Of of understanding that there's a learning curve, and there's some clients that say, hey, listen, it's my way or the highway, do this or these reps are off, right? So, we have to look as well as as how many. How many auto-fails do they get until they're kind of off the program, right? And again, that doesn't happen. We're talking once everything is learned and maybe they're six months to eight months into the program, you know, if you have three auto-fails in a week for not, you know, doing something that is vitally important, like verifying information, right? Verifying name, verifying account, right? If that happens three times in a week, again, they, they're they probably either going to be suspended or there's something that's happening with that. So we also look to benchmark auto-fails and make sure that, you know, those are Within alignment of what we need or what should happen, and again, no client, no matter what, should have three autofills in a week. But you kind of get my point. That's kind of the extreme of of what I'm I'm saying. All right, sentiment stuff that you're not thinking about. Right, and again, we can talk about CSAT. We can talk about MPS as well. Right, and and kind of look at that again. Those vary widely, and I I do like those a little bit because right, they're not just talking totally about the 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 Agent, right. They're talking about the whole customer journey. But still, I still think that you get some ticked off people and they're the ones that really either hammer you on a CSAT or an NPS or the ones that really love you. Right. And they, they kind of inflate your numbers as well. So sentiment scores is basically it's pure. It's done from the the system. It's done through AI. It's done through making sure that it's looking at what words the customer and the agent are saying and you know, giving you numbers. When we talk about agent sentiment, right? So what we like to do is we benchmark this and we have found that we want an eighty percent positive and a five percent or less negative. Right. There is there's obviously some some margin of error on both those numbers. So, you know, we probably normally say we definitely do say plus or minus like five percent. Right, so we give them a little bit of leeway, but we really want eighty percent, and we're looking at both. Right, you're not just looking at positive, but we're looking at negative as well, and then you know the things in the middle like mixed sentiment and things like that. Right, they kind of, you know, make sure that it's okay that they're in there because you're you're only trying to hit an eighty percent positive. And then when it comes to customers and customer sentiment, it's really difficult because it really is all over the board. You know, depending on on if we got the program where a customer maybe just didn't have the tools, they didn't have the, the manpower, and customers are really ticked. You know, we've seen agent sentiment as low as 15% positive, right? So only 15% of the customers when they call in were positive and, and negatives as high as 60 to 70%. And we've seen customers that have started with an 80% positive with their, their positive sentiment with their customers. So, again, I would say there's not a number to benchmark that but every client gets benchmarked differently. So meaning, we'll take at least six weeks, four to six weeks worth of data, look at where that, that customer sentiment is, and then look at all the trending keywords and how can we try to eke that up, right? So we'll benchmark it and then we'll work, but every, every client is different when it comes to sentiment. And I think that's maybe the good thing about it, right? right? It's not just this blanket number that we're throwing on it, it's really specific to everybody's program, everybody's client base, um all the actions that you've taken or haven't taken it's kind of all thrown into this this one number that I think can really give you really good insights into into what's going on. So again that's my uh that's my benchmarking, right? Uh, when it comes to voice, email, chat, QA and sentiment. Um again if you guys disagree let me know, but I think if those of you who are new or have never really looked at what service levels we should have, hopefully this gives you a little bit of, of value and, and you can start that process. Thanks, guys. And again, I will talk to you next week.